As I drove home from Bible study, a deep realization washed over me. We had spent the evening diving into the raw, authentic honesty that challenged us to be transparent, not just with God, but with ourselves. It's a level of sincerity that goes beyond mere confession. It struck me then how this principle of unguarded truthfulness is not just a spiritual practice, but a cornerstone of my own business success. Building a business with integrity is about confronting our faults and failures head on, refusing to mask them with pretenses or denial. It's about embracing our mistakes as opportunities for growth and forging a path of real authentic connection with our clients. It's what held me back for a long time. I guess you could say I was burying my head in the sand. But I want you to join me this week as I share the mistakes that held me back and the ultimate lessons that I've learned from them. Hey, online business owner, welcome to the Content Systems for Growth with me, Michelle Dewey. Are you ready to let go of guilt, stress, and missed deadlines? Are you struggling to keep up with the demands of running a household, taking care of your family, and creating consistent organic content? Well, you're not alone. Juggling all the to-dos of being a mom and owning an online business can be challenging. But here's the good news. By implementing effective content systems and organization strategies, you can streamline your workflow, increase your productivity, and find Finally, take control of your schedule. Each week, I'll explore content management systems and mindset hacks to help you rediscover your creativity, passion, and enjoyment in content creating. If you're ready to save time with systemized content marketing strategies and productivity tips, then go refill your coffee mug, pop in those earbuds, and let's tackle that pile of laundry. It's time to reclaim your time and energy while you take your business to the next level. Let's grow, friends. Why it's essential to be honest with ourselves about our faults and failures, because I know it is something so difficult to do. Honesty, in essence, seems simple, right? We all want to live an honest life, don't we? But guess what? My guess is that it's not too far off since in Lesson 3 in the Bible study Seeking Him, this specific chapter discusses the need for God's help in this area. I'll go ahead and put the link down in the show notes to this Bible study if you're interested in all. I left that night questioning what areas in my life and business I may not share out of fear of judgment. Instead, I find myself focused on so much of the day-to-day that I forget to take an honest look back at my struggles. All those bumps in the road along my journey that allowed me to grow. I worried that if I shared, I would be frowned upon and not embraced by my fellow entrepreneurs. The Lord gave me those struggles to use in order to help others. And I need to remember that so that I do share them. Because when we take those mistakes and we share them, it allows us to build our business with integrity. So on the drive home, my mind drifted off into the areas that I tend to sweep under the rug because I'm not proud of the struggle. I'm sorry. I hate to admit it. I really do. But in all transparencies, I'm not proud that I have to struggle at things, which is silly because the five mistakes that I'm going to share with you are so common. 
I've heard about them. I'm not a unicorn here. And I know I came up with more than five when I was rattling them off in my head on the way home. But these are the ones that I got down on paper when I actually walked in the door. Mistake number one. And to me, oh, this one is so important. It's ignoring your gut instinct because we have it for a reason. Am I right? Not trusting or ignoring our gut instincts. In the early days of my entrepreneurial journey, I was caught in the tangled mess of decision making. When you start out, the decisions are endless and you just get that decision fatigue that comes. When you go from an employee to a business owner, that was a real struggle for me. There were times when something felt off, but I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. My gut was sending me all the warning signals, but I chose to ignore them, believing that all the external advice would take precedence. But building a business with integrity means actually listening to that inner voice, even when it doesn't align with what you should be doing in order to be successful, according to all the different experts out there. I remember going back and forth on what services to offer and who I wanted to help. I found myself constantly chasing that next thing, which would be the best offer. This is it. I know it is. I'm having that conversation with my husband so many times. Not necessarily the offer that felt good to me, but the offer that would be, in the words of Tom Cruise, show me the money. Didn't the numbers add up? Yes, they did. However, I did not love the work. And looking back, I self-sabotaged my success because I did not truly feel I was building a business with integrity to what I wanted to do and where I actually felt my strengths were. I'm a business owner that has certification after certification, and I did all that in order to find my thing. You know, that thing that we all search for, I was listening to all the noise instead of pausing and actually evaluating what was bringing me joy. Not what everybody else thought would bring me joy, but what brought me joy. All the twists and turns have been hard and, of course, deflating, but it's also been enlightening. A business with integrity is more than just following trends or playing by the book. It's about aligning with your core values and trusting your intuition, even when it goes against the grain. All my failures have taught me the importance of being true to myself, my values, and my internal instincts. Now, when faced with significant decisions, I pause and I tune in to what my gut is telling me. I also will take time to journal on this and I do not jump into the decision right away. And yes, I do also ask God to send me different signs when I'm trying to make a decision that I'm struggling with. And it's not about disregarding logic or those expert opinions out there. I'm not saying that at all because I know that they've walked in those shoes already. But but it's about finding a balance and honoring that inner wisdom that you have for yourself 
because you do know what's best for you. This mindfulness practice has transformed my business approach by creating a sense of honesty and integrity that resonates with not only myself, but with my clients as well. In building a business with integrity, your gut instinct can be the most trusted advisor. It can guide you away from the pitfalls and towards those opportunities that truly align with who you are and what you believe in. You can ignore it at your own risk or you can just embrace it as a powerful tool on your journey to a success friend. Mistake number two, overcomplicating the processes. Yep, here we go. Overthinking, oh, I've been there and it's a messy place to be, especially when it comes with running a business with integrity. I used to be the queen of overcomplicating things and I probably still am a little bit, especially in my content creation process. What should have been simple, repeatable steps turned into a lot of unnecessary steps that squashed my creativity. And let's be honest, for someone who in the past dreaded creating organic content for her website, this was pure torture. I can still feel the overwhelming weight of those late nights in my office. The clock ticking away as I scrambled to write content for the next day. My kids were in bed and there I was, frozen in front of my computer screen, trapped in the cycle of procrastination and panic. Those are never two very good combinations, I promise. If you were to look back and scroll through some of my earlier blog posts, the stress and rush were all too apparent. But then something just clicked. I realized that running a business with integrity didn't mean making things harder for myself. I needed it to be simplified. I needed to find a rhythm that allowed my creativity to flow out of me. That's when I created a checklist, a straightforward guide that I could just follow every single time I wrote content. It was like a breath of fresh air for me, a roadmap that turned what used to be an overwhelming task into a structured, enjoyable process. Because you see, I'm a person that craves structure and routine. And yes, it drives my husband crazy. The key was writing down all the actions I took as I went along, breaking them down into manageable, repeatable steps. It wasn't just about making things easier for me. It was about aligning my work with my values and my natural flow. Today, content creation is no longer a burden. It's an expression of my voice, my brand, and my commitment to a business with integrity. And heck, look it. It's like my main form of everything that I do content creation. If you find yourself lost in that maze of overcomplication, take a step back. Write down your process. Simplify it. Keep what you need to keep and embrace it. In business and life, simplicity often leads to honesty, efficiency, and of course, the most joy you could possibly receive. Mistake three, letting fear of failure hold you back. So fear of failure is like a shadow that often follows us into our entrepreneurial journey. At the beginning of my business back in 2016, fear of failure held me back from stepping into my purpose. It wasn't until 2020 that I really started to shake off that fear. Though I must confess, the fear of rejection still seems to linger every now and then for me. 
But here's what I've learned about running a business with integrity. Fear of failure is not about failure itself. It's about how we perceive it. In my 2021 post, How to Overcome Failure in Your Business, I explored this idea in depth because Albert Einstein said it best, you never fail until you stop trying. Failure isn't a dead end. It's just a redirection. It's a challenge to find a new path to learn, to grow, to reevaluate. Proverbs 16.9, and this is from the NRSV version, reveals that I have considered to be one of my favorite verses. A person's heart plans his way, but the Lord determines his steps. In my NLP certification, I was taught that there is no failure. It's really only feedback that we're receiving. When something doesn't go as planned, it's an invitation for you just to step back to do an assessment and look for another way. I've had so many moments of being a negative Nancy, doubting myself and feeling overwhelmed, but I learned to reframe the situation. I learned to focus on my desired outcome, stay committed to that and simplify my approach. As I often remind myself, that's not true. I can find clarity, align my focus, and move forward with integrity and resilience. Anytime I fall into those negative patterns, I can remind myself that that's not true. That's not who I am. Running a business with integrity means embracing failure as your best teacher, your best guide, and your best friend in business. It means staying in it for the long haul, honoring the promise that you made to yourself to be a business owner and to seek support when you need it. It's always a good idea to ask for help when you need it. It means telling yourself, I am a person that finds a way even when it is hard. If you're an entrepreneur struggling with fear of failure, know this. You have the strength, wisdom, and courage to overcome it. Trust in your journey. Find your path and embrace failure as a stepping stone towards success and fulfillment. Your business with integrity is worth every effort, every lesson, and every leap of faith that you have. Mistake four, not setting clear boundaries with clients. Yes. Oh my goodness. In the early years of my business, I struggled to define the line between being accommodating and being walked all over. It was a challenging transition for me going from employee to a business owner. I carried the habit of saying yes to everything from my previous work life into my entrepreneurial journey. And you can probably guess how that went for me. The one incident that sticks out in my mind was a client who blew up my phone. I was at my uncle's funeral. Despite reminding them multiple times about my unavailability and sending a final email that day before we left the house, the client lack of respect for my boundaries was a wake-up call. It was a painful lesson for me, but one that made me reevaluate my entire onboarding process. Running a business with integrity means understanding the fine line between opening doors to wonderful opportunities and saying yes out of fear that nothing 
better will come along. Saying yes is to an overbearing client without setting boundaries is like sending an invitation to a disaster to come visit you. So what did I do? I took control of this situation and I set up non-negotiable deal breaker questions during my discovery call. These became my permission to say no when I needed it. So if I even remotely found myself, oh, but I know I really can help them. Oh, should I do this? Should I not? One, if you're ever doubting it, it's probably not the right customer for you. And two, by putting in these questions that, hey, if they answer this, that's a non-negotiable. They are not the client for me. That helps make the decision even easier for you without regret. I began sharing my business policies or what I call my welcome kit even before I would have a discovery call. So the clients would know exactly how we worked, the perks of working with us, and how to get started. I stopped saying yes out of fear and began to believe that every no leads to a better yes. Sometimes you have to learn the hard way where to draw the line, but every challenge is an opportunity to grow. As the saying goes, everything happens for a reason. That incident, though very painful at the time, led me to create a business that values not only the needs of the clients, but also my self-respect, time, and integrity. It taught me that it's setting clear boundaries is just not about protecting yourself. It's about creating a healthy, respectful, and thriving business relationship. Now, I stand firm in my decisions, clear in my communication, and confident in my value. I know that every no is a step towards a yes that aligns with my vision, my integrity, and my purpose. And guess what? My business is all the better for it. Oh, friends, last mistake, number five that I'm going to share with you, failing to establish a healthy work-life balance. So pivoting again from working outside the home with a full-time career and to becoming a work-from-home entrepreneur to be present for your family is so exciting, but so many challenges transpire as well during that transition. If you've made this leap, you know that journey can be filled with unexpected twists and turns, especially when it comes to achieving that elusive work-life balance that we hear tossed around all over the place. So in my experience with working with female entrepreneurs, specifically moms, I've observed that they generally fall into one of two camps. One, they're the hustle harder camp. So this is where I found myself when I began my business. I was constantly creeping into my office at every free moment, driven by the mindset that I had and must hustle harder. The results, my work-life balance was utterly and entirely out of balance. Even though I was home every night with my family, I wasn't always present and fully engaged with them. I might as well have been on the road traveling at some of those times. So do you want to know what my solution was? It was to take a conscious effort to avoid the trap of hustling harder. I defined my why. Why you want to be present for your family and be an entrepreneur. Map out your dream week, planning it from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, and you want to make sure you're incorporating work and family time in those time blocks. I'm going to go ahead and put a link 
down below in the show notes to a blog post that I've created before on creating your dream week to help you find clarity in your online business. So that will look for that down below if you need help with creating a work-life balance calendar. Do you want to know what camp number two? The struggle bus camp. This camp includes new entrepreneurs who struggle with time management and accountability when there's no set work day. Suddenly, they have all the freedom and everything they want to do is demanding attention. It's like a free-for-all for their time. They forget that they need to actually build a business and not just be focused on their family or whatever else they want to do at that moment. So what's a good solution that I've helped my clients find? That's they need to figure out their intention and what they want from life as a work-from-home business owner. You'll need to be clear with yourself when you're in work mode and you're in home mode by figuring out your time bank and your time blocks. Set boundaries with your family so that everyone understands when you're not home. Even if you're physically present, honor your commitment to grow your business and your family and be mindful of the balance between both of them. Okay, so just a few work-life balance tips. I know this is getting long, so but bear with me here. Here are some tried and tested strategies that have worked for me and for my clients, and I would like you to give them a try. You've heard me talk before about the Pomodoro Method. That's a fantastic way to tackle work and home to-do list. So you work for 25 minutes, and then you take a five-minute break to do quick household tasks. You know, throw on a load of laundry, walk up to the mailbox, whatever it is, like those quick things that you can do in five minutes around your house to make you feel so much better. Prepare the night before. Set yourself up for a stress-free morning. Lay out your clothes. Lay out your kids' clothes. Get all your breakfast stuff prepped. Gather everything that you need for the next day. Make sure your dogs have water. Get food ready fed. Whatever it is that you need to prepare the night before, do this. You need to develop new habits and routines because you know what? As you become a work from home business owner, you need to create routines that make your life smoother, make your life simpler. And this is adjustment because your habits and routines will be different as a work from home business owner than they were as an employee. Do a self-assessment. Regularly check in with yourself to just discover where you feel out of balance. So I'm going to link down below, again, a tool for my free resource, Find Balance. And then you can identify areas where you may need to adjust because you're a little off. By being aware of these pitfalls and actively working on solutions, you can avoid falling into the trap of an imbalanced life that might lead to burnout or family conflict. Remember, your journey as a work-from-home business owner is unique and creating a work-life balance that suits you is not just possible, but it really is essential for your long-term success. Every transition is a learning opportunity. Remember, that's feedback. Embrace the challenges. Learn from them. And most importantly, allow yourself the grace to find the balance that works best for you and your family. Trust me, it's a journey worth taking, friend. Okay, 
Wow, time to wrap this up. Man, I was a chatterbox this week. All of this from one Bible study and one drive home with a brainstorm. Building a business with integrity is a journey and it's filled with opportunity and pitfalls. We've explored some key mistakes that I've made along my business journey, such as not setting clear boundaries with clients, the importance of a work-life balance, and the challenges of pivoting from traditional employment to entrepreneurship. These insights remind us that saying no can lead to a better yes. Planning your dream week allows freedom and presence for your family and the power of intentional time management. As you navigate down your path, you're not alone, friend. I promise you're not alone. And as always, I do have a couple mini sessions available to book, but this week, I have an even more exciting announcement. Come October, we'll be having an opening for a full service done for you client who's ready to create content consistently with ease. I'll be leading my team of content VAs to make content creation as smooth and stress-free as possible for you. So if you feel like we would be a match made in heaven, I invite you to apply. Again, I will put the link to the application down below and those are open right now. I want you to embrace the process, celebrate the growth, and believe that every no leads to a better yes. Here's to your continued success, friend. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Yay, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you found this episode valuable and learned some actionable tips that you can implement in your business so that you can feel accomplished and less stressed. If you enjoyed this show, please take a quick minute to share this with your business bestie, subscribe, and leave a review. It helps me reach more business owners just like you. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover in future episodes, please reach out to me on my website. I've created a form just for you. Remember, with the right system and mindset, you can achieve the success your heart desires. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to chatting with you next time. I appreciate you and I hope you have a wonderful week. And don't forget, let's grow, friends. Thank you.